there and welcome in to Career Competitor. We are the show that seeks to light that competitive fire within you in order to jumpstart or optimize your career. As always, we're brought to you by my friends over at the CG Sports Network. And today, folks, lock yourself in for one heck of a ride. We have Ashley Jones joining the show today. Ashley is only 19 years old, and I am not going to go into the details of her story because, frankly, I want to leave it to her to describe all the ups and downs and lessons and incredible trials and tribulations that this young woman has had to deal with at this still very early point of her life. But with that being said, I do want to bring your attention to what I feel this episode is all about. On this show, we want to, as I said there in the introduction, light that competitive fire within you in order to really attack your career. But the fact of the matter is, life itself is always going to play the strongest role in your ability to optimize your career, any other passions that you have in life. And this young lady, Ashley, is an, an amazing example of someone who, despite what life has handed to her, she has found ways to continually push that ceiling, that optimal standard that, as she references it in the interview, the limits of human performance. She has continually found ways to energize, to be optimistic, to be passionate, despite, as you're about to learn, many, many reasons as to why she could have quite easily taken a knee and surrendered to the situations a little bit more often than she has decided to. So just so much to unpack here. On the surface, it sounds a little bit vague, I know, but trust me, stick with me on this episode, guys, because at the end of it, I'm going to bring it all together and wrap it up nicely in a way that I think is going to deliver a message that we've never been able to deliver on this show before. So like I said, buckle in. It's a heck of a ride. It's an amazing story. Ashley Jones, you are an incredible young lady and I can't wait for your story to be told right here. So without any further delay, let's welcome in Ashley Jones to the Career Competitor Podcast and I hope you all enjoy. Hey guys, before we jump into this interview, please make sure if you're on Instagram, go to career underscore competitor, give us a follow. There you're going to find information about all my guests and episodes that we have coming up. In addition, I have links in my bio to each and every episode too. That link will take you to Apple Podcasts. If you are someone that likes to listen through Apple Podcasts, while you're there, take the time to leave a review of some sort. You can just click the fifth star, make things easy on yourself, or you can even write something as well. Let me know your thoughts. I would love to hear from you. In addition to that, make sure you're subscribed or following the show on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on. And finally, I would love to connect with you personally. So if you're on LinkedIn, make sure you're connecting with me, Steve Meller. I would love to hear from you. I would also love to hear if you think you or somebody else could be a great guest to come on the show. So many reasons to be following us, so many reasons to be listening to Career Competitor Podcast. But for now, let's get right to the interview. Well, I am delighted to welcome in Ashley Jones to the Career Competitor Podcast. Firstly, Ashley, I want to let you know that you are my youngest ever guest, which is just wonderful. <laughs> I love having someone who's much more youthful in nature, reminds me how much older I actually am. But let's just introduce you to the show. Ashley, tell everybody where you are, where you're from. Um, just uh, say hi to everyone. Yes, hello. Oh, I'm coming from Denver, Colorado, and this is my home, but I am um, currently 
in my sophomore year at college at High Point University and running track and cross country there and studying exercise science with an emphasis on biomechanics. And I am on the pre-PT route, but don't know if that's exactly what I want to do, <laughs> but I'm really excited to be the age that I am right now. <laughs> exactly where you're supposed to be heading into sophomore year of college. <laughs> you know, you know want, wanting to do something, passionate about something, a little unsure as to exactly if it's what you want to do. That's very, very normal mm. at your age, trust me. Um, well, Ashley, listen, we... Um, we're, we're, first and foremost, I, I couldn't be happier that we're getting this opportunity to speak because I have gotten to know you through a, uh, a common friend um, in, in Matt Amelin through mm-hmm. his work with CG Sports and my affiliation with CG Sports. So let's, let's, let's get right to really just the story that I know you have to tell everybody. So why don't you just share with us a little bit about your background, why it is you're, you're going to college to run cross country today as well? Yes. So... To kind of dive in today, um, a little bit of my background is um, about five years ago, my life was altered in amazing ways, but um, but some can see it as like a hindrance. Um, I was in an ATV accident um, at the age of 14, where the vehicle rolled top of me and pinned my right arm between the vehicle and the ground. Um, that day I was able to get down the mountain we were in Colorado and be helivac to a hospital in Denver where the surgeons could save my life. Unfortunately, that day they couldn't save my right arm. And so at the young age of 14, I became an amputee. And that is the year I was also transitioning into high school. So high school is already, you know, hard enough that transition from middle school to high school. But then I was coming um, from a place of a lot of new beginnings for me. So the rehabilitation process started when I was in the hospital, really. So I started meeting with prosthetists and um, physical therapists and pain doctors. Um, and so trying to comprehend what they're telling me. And so much of it seemed completely over my head. But I just kind of <laughs> took what they were saying and tried to comprehend as much as I could at that mm-hmm. time. Um, I had to learn how to write again because I was right-handed. Um, I had to learn just like simple tasks that people don't even think about day to day. So tying your shoe and how to put on clothes with one hand and um, how to carry everything with one hand. Um, And so once I got some of the smaller things down in my life, um, and I'm still learning a lot today, like there's things where uh, I step into a new circumstance and I haven't been exposed to having to try to do something. And so I'm still learning how to do certain tasks. And um, I I love when people step in because I know it comes from a great, a a place of great intention, but I'm also like, I need to learn how to do this, you know, (laughs) and I need to learn how to do this myself and independently. So I'm like, just give me a second, you know, like, just give me some time to figure this out. And I know it might look awkward and you step in, but just give me a second. Um, And I've been an athlete my entire life. So from from the youngest days of my life that I can remember, I've been a soccer player and I grew up playing soccer with my sister. I'm a 
I'm a twin and we grew up playing soccer together. Mm -hmm. Um, she was a goalkeeper and I was a forward, so we'd work together, you know, Mm -hmm. so she would pump me the ball and, uh, I run the field. It was really fun. Um, and so those aspirations of being an athlete and then going into high school and taking my athletics more seriously, I'm like, I have to get into what I love. And I was um, timid at first because I didn't really know what sport I wanted to do and how it was all going to unfold um, being an adaptive athlete. So I just jumped back into um, soccer because it's something that I my entire life and it was such a refreshing feeling um, to come back to a, the field and be a mm-hmm. different athlete. I'm not the same athlete that I was, obviously. But it was so refreshing to to be a competitor again. And um, as soccer continued, I'm an accident um, 18 months after my accident, I was at a tryout and I tore my ACL meniscus. So I got back onto the field and again, I was in the hospital um, getting surgery back on pain meds. I was on oxycodone for a year after my accident to deal with the physical pain and the nerve pain of my amputation. And then I went back onto it after my knee surgery and it made so sick. I had to from oxycodone to an extra strength Tylenol um, and recovered from that. And then I really felt like the Lord was calling me to a different avenue of sports. Mm. Um, My prosthetist actually in Denver who helps me build my prosthetics he introduced me to triathlon. Um, so I went out to a camp and rode a bike and swam with one arm for the first time. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is excellent. There's a great group of um, triathletes in Denver and also in an amazing community of adaptive triathletes as well. And so I was introduced to that and I, you know, that leap of faith. I'm like, I don't know if this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing, but I think it's uh, this put in my life for a reason. And so I stopped playing soccer and I started competing and training in triathlons um, and competed in my first triathlon in 2019 and qualified for the paratriathlon nationals and competed with at my division um, and placed third in my division the um, 2019 paratriathlon nationals in Long Beach, which was such an amazing moment. It was such an amazing day. And, um, and, and that's what spurred my love for running. I missed Mm -hmm. the camaraderie of a team, um, having been a soccer player my entire life and triathlon training. If you don't have, um, you know, a bike group or a running group that you can run with, it becomes really lonely, really fast. Mm -hmm. Um, so I started running with my high school track team and uh, ran track for the first time my junior year and then um, my junior year and then cross country and then fell in love with it and have been running ever since. Um, you know, it's not a lot of time, but um, I've learned a lot and that's also brought me high point. Um, so, yeah, that's a little bit of my background. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's a story. It's a story, Ashley. And I think, you know, mm-hmm. you're you're 19 years old right now. That's correct? 19? I am. 19 years old. Okay, so so you've just described in five years um, pretty much enough 
adversity that most people could probably handle, um, maybe handle in a lifetime. Because one other part of this too, if you don't mind me sharing this, is that Mm -hmm. you also tragically lost your father um, Mm -hmm. that same year that you lost lost your arm. And I as I was as I was doing my research before we we, we sat down and spoke today um, one thing that really came to my mind was the fact that on this show we talk so much about our careers and, mm-hmm. and how we we're trying to be competitive with that career but the one thing that has so wonderfully come about through the over 100 episodes we've done now mm-hmm. is that our lives our lives are, are tangibles with our careers. In, in order for us to to optimize everything we want to optimize in our careers, we have to be seamlessly in link, uh, some way, shape, or form, with what our what with what's happening in our lives as well. Mm. We can't have one good and one bad, and expect one of them to be succeeding while the other one's failing. Um, and the, the the reason why I was so passionate about having you join the show was that I needed people to understand that. All these things that you're talking about, these happened before you even went to college. Mm-hmm. So this was your life. This wasn't your career. This was strictly Ashley's life. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I really want to kind of hammer home with this particular episode is the power of what we can actually overcome and conquer within our personal lives and what that can do in terms of setting us up to go on and be as successful as we want to be because all these examples that you gave, I can't help but notice that a degree that you're doing now at High Point University seems extremely similar to that of these people that were helping you throughout um, the, the, this very turbulent period of your time. Were you influenced in any way by some of the things that you experienced to now go into pursuing a degree in this area? Oh, well, that's exactly what's calling into this area of of my major, for sure. Uh, I've had so much exposure to physical therapy and occupational therapy and just seeing the amazing process of not only athletes and bringing forth their passion from a place of like feeling down and not knowing if they get back to where they were or even better. And, and then myself, I saw it in me, but I've also seen people around me go through the same process. Um, and you're like, I don't know if I can be the person I was mm-hmm. and you know, the people that have just come around me and been so supportive in a sense that they're like, you can do whatever you put your mind. I think it's like staying forth in faith and also stepping forth in a sense of a lot of determination. And it's not going to, it's not going to come easy. I don't think anything comes easy, but if you're willing to put in the dedication and time, Mm. it's just a matter of time before you can see just how amazing can be and, and what that light at the end of the tunnel can look like if you're willing to um, not give up on where you were or, or where you want to be. So um, yeah, that's, exactly what's pushed me into my major because they go so hand in hand um Mm. you know the other uh, semester we were talking about phantom pain and i'm like i live this i live what you're talking about and um phantom pain is a definite real reality in my life um it's a pain that's caused from the amputation where your your brain is trying to comprehend what's what has occurred by my body Mm. and 
just like when you bump your knee, your brain sends pain, pain signals to your knee saying that that might hurt. But with such a traumatic amputation, my brain is still sending signals saying it's not a healthy arm, Mm -hmm. but it is, it's healed. It is healthy, but it still sends those pain signals. So, um, but I, I live and breathe that and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can, I can relate. And, and we learn about it and I'm like, my gosh, maybe, um, maybe I can do a study on this and maybe this will help. And so, um, it's very interesting and it's amazing to go through that process of living it and learning it. Absolutely. And I think, you know, you, you talk about the way in which, um, your faith has also played a huge part in your journey up to this Mm -hmm. point as well. And you felt that calling to go towards a different sport, Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and tackle triathlon and then triathlon eventually turned into cross country running you know, when you look at when you look at the last five years, and and just so you understand a little bit more about me, I'm someone that completely lives their life through the belief that everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. I believe if we're brought towards something, we we've been given the power to go through it as well. Mm-hmm. And, and and so for for me personally, I am just really curious about as you look back now in the last five years over what has happened. How much of this can you look at and be able to, in a, in some sort of, let's say, clear sense, say, I can see why this happened now in order for me to be in a particular situation as I am today? Because, my, you know, the one thing I, I want to be here is completely open and say, I I can I could personally see someone five years after what's happened with you mm-hmm. still be in a place where they're not willing to accept mm-hmm. that what has happened happened for a reason so i'm just curious as to where 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 your mindset is now in terms of why you felt this is something that needed to happen to you in order for you to be able to maybe see things or do things Mm -hmm. that you're able to do today sure um yeah there actually it hasn't come full circle until like it hadn't come full circle until a couple months ago where I was seeing the fruition of so much and I actually mom and I was like this is exactly what why it's led me here like this is where it was leading me and there were days at the beginning of this journey where also also the grieving of my dad it was so abrupt and both of those um tragedies in my life uh happened so quickly and without any warning that it was just like I was I was treading water for a long time in my life to just stay afloat Mm -hmm. and so I felt like I was going through two grieving processes you know like I lost someone that I loved very deeply and who was an amazing supporter of my athletics mm-hmm. and not and, and my life, but he was someone that brought me to every practice and tried to be at every game, even though he was traveling and working so hard for his family. Um, and then grieving the loss of my arm. Mm. So uh, there were mornings where I was like, this is just crazy. I don't mm. like, I woke up and I was like, this is my new reality. You know, it wouldn't yeah. hit me. I'd wake up and then I'd feel the pain of my arm and I'd be like, yep, this is the reality. But I really um, tried to, and I, there was never a morning where I woke up and was like, 
I'm just going to lay in bed today. You know, and I, I knew that was a point that I never wanted to cross of just being satisfied with laying in bed and not doing anything for that day. Um, so I really encouraged myself and never made it a point of decision for me to lay in bed. Um, and I, that's what changed a lot of the trajectory of where I am today, because, um, getting out of bed, if I didn't do anything excellent in that day, learned a couple of new things about my new life and how I'm doing and how I'm doing mentally and physically. And because of that, um, I was able to take a little step forward. Um, and so, as you say, when was the point where you felt like this was all, it was happening for a reason. And so there was moments, like I told you that triathlon, um, that day was amazing. And felt like I could still do a lot of the same things that I was doing before my accident and being a competitor at a high level. And that was amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, but last couple of months, it's been a reality for me to just see the fruition of everything coming together because of just some amazing interactions I've had with people and the amazing interactions I've had with, um, with athletics as well. Um, just being able to compete on a stage with all bold bodied athletes at the division one level. And I'm like, I, I'm still doing exactly what I wanted to do. And I didn't even know that I had to do track when in cross country before my accident, but it's just like, okay, this, my, if my accident never happened, I wouldn't be here. Um, and and so um, I just had some amazing interactions with people that um, my story and the journey that I've been on was encouraging them. And if it's one story, then I'm like, this is all worth it. If yeah. someone can be encouraged to step back into something that they never thought they could do again, then all of my pain and all of what I've been going through is is worth it for me. Yeah. I mean, it's just a, an incredible sentiment. And a an incredibly mature one as well, Ashley. I think this is the one thing that has kind of blown me away so far in this this first fifteen minutes or so is is the the sheer ability you seem to have to just just be in in many ways at peace with 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 your situation in life. And I'm sure mm -hmm. you still have those days where reality comes comes up and kind of sneaks from behind and and mm -hmm. reminds you in some sort of uh, difficult way that you know this is the reality that you're that you're dealing with but just one thing there that teenagers <laughs> teenagers uh, you know staying in bed all day that is a very teenage thing to do mm. and here you were saying that in your teens going through this incredible hardship the one thing you refused you refused to let yourself do was simply stay in bed and just accept the situation for what it was you decided that i have to do something today that moves me forward there has to be momentum with my day mm -hmm. in order for me to guarantee in order for me to feel as though i've gotten something out of it and we talk about this on this show all the time is you know what is a success what what do you determine as a win mm -hmm. on a specific day and for you at the age of 15 16 17 going through this hardship you were able to determine that 
I have to get some sort of a win mm -hmm. out of this day. And this brings me towards the competitor that Ashley is now. And this is something I really would love to dive into because at the, at the heart of everything that you've talked about here is a girl that is incredibly driven, incredibly driven, incredibly motivated. And I am just really curious as to when maybe in your life, and maybe you felt this way your entire life, mm. when it was that you noticed that, goodness me, I am a competitor. Mm. I am someone that wants to succeed. Mm. I am somebody that wants to win. And I'm sure having a, a twin sister your whole life too, I'm sure competitiveness was all mm. over the place growing up. Just talk to me about your journey as a competitor and when you maybe identified that, hey, yeah, I was put on this earth to compete. Mm. I was put on this earth to show the world what I could do. Yeah, I think it has been in my blood since uh, I was born. You said like that twin sister nature, it's totally real. <laughs> so we're, even if it was off of the soccer field, we were like, okay, you know, who can, who can um, race the fastest from the kitchen to, um, you know, up? it was <laughs> such a thing. Like it was, we did compete and that was the start of um, the competitive nature for me. Um and we always competed together. So it was, it was, um, it built onto each other. Um, but I feel like definitely my accident and, um, after it's only, um, grown significantly that my competitive nature, um, I don't know exactly why that is, but I think it's the challenges that I face. I'm like, I, I know I can overcome this and I just, there's a point in my life, I'm still living a life where I was not an amputee longer than I am. Sure. So I, I've been an amputee for five years, but I wasn't, ampu I wasn't an amputee for 14 years of my life. Right. So um, there's moments where I'm like, okay, um, I did this once with two hands and I can do it again with one. Yeah. So it's that reality for me where I'm like, okay, there is a barrier but there's that barrier can be moved. So I do try to challenge myself and um, step onto stages where a lot of the time I don't feel equipped to be on the stage that I am. I'm either too young or not, um, yeah, not equipped enough. Like triathlons, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so naive into all this. Like I'm still learning about gear and um, how to properly compete. But I also feel like there's a, magic about that as I step stages where I'm not exactly sure how it's going to go and I'm not actually sure how um, the result is going to be but I'm excited and I'm going to put my best foot forward and I feel prepared mm -hmm. and so that's why I try to step on stages where they might be a little bit over my head but I'm learn so much and I'm going to grow and it might be a great outcome so that's also been a learning point for me where I, I feel like I've grown a lot. Yeah, you are you are singing from my hymn sheet right now, Ashley. I, I kid you not. I mean, the, the, the desire for human beings to just put themselves in the situation, put themselves in the scenario and just and give it a go. Give it a try. Mm -hmm. You know, and you're, you're, you're saying here that there's been so many moments in the last five years where the competitor within you just said, I know that situation over there that I'm about to walk into might be something I'm not equipped for. Exactly. And there may be some things I eventually find out that I'm not able to do. But 
okay like it, that that doesn't matter that doesn't mean why i shouldn't i shouldn't do mm-hmm. it um i should still go give it a go and i i think when i look at this show as a whole i think one of the most common components of people's experiences is that of a willingness to try something for the first time mm-hmm. even though they maybe feel as though they're not fully prepared for it like you said even with those triathlons you were in shape you felt good but you know, probably person A over there had a nicer bike than you and person B over there had a nicer pair of running shoes than you did and whatever it may be and all this sort of stuff. And I think those sort of things are just things that eventually you'll figure out as you go. But at some point, you've just got to go give it a try. And just listening to you talk and and describing that as the magic, there's magic in that. I mean, that is a just a beautiful sentiment, just this most wonderful perspective on looking at life and saying, find the magic in many ways in the unknown find Mm -hmm. the magic in the unknown and just say look let's give it a try what's the worst that can happen exactly the worst that can happen and i just i'm absolutely in awe of of just your entire perspective on on how to go about life on how to go about challenges and we've talked a lot about your background at this point and your experiences Mm -hmm. up to this point but ashley i would love in in many ways in 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 the way in which you've been living life I would love to look ahead, look into mm-hmm. the future a little bit now. And as you're as you're going into your degree, your second year of your degree, and you're becoming more and more competitive in the cross country uh, field as well. Like, talk to me about the future. Talk to me about what you believe you're going to go on and do here in the next few years. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, uh, I currently, right now, am recovering from another surgery. I just recently had another arm surgery, um, to help with some of that phantom pain that I was talking about. So directly in my life, I am still recovering from a surgery, but, uh, you know, that's not nothing, the competitor in me. Um, so I'm, I'm fitting in training when I can and when my body allows it and when the pain allows it, but to look towards the future, I continue and want to continue to, um, compete at the collegiate level Mm -hmm. and just really see how far I can push my body. And, um, I'm so into how far the human body can go, especially for, um, an amputee, because I feel like there's a lot of, um, unknowns. You talk about the unknowns and the magic of that. And I feel like there's a lot in, in my field of, um, competing that no one's done before. There have been people that have been before me and that I look up to, but there's also a lot of things that I can't compare myself to other people. So there's, there's no one on team that looks like me. There's not a lot of people at the collegiate level that look like me. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I just, I want to be an encouragement for others that are younger than me that can do this. And, um, this is an avenue that you can compete at and that, if this is your dream to go for it, um, to look further in the future, my goals is to compete at the 2024 Paralympic games, um, in track and field. Um, and that is the big dream that I believe that I definitely can get there with the support that I have and just with God's provision. So that is the big dream. And as as my major goes, I, I really want to explore, um, like I've talked about a little bit, the, just the limits of human performance. And that really, um, intrigues me. Um, and so finding studies about that and how the human body works, because I think it's just so intriguing. Um, 
and yeah, so that's kind of what the future holds for me. Um, not too, not too complicated, but, um, not too simple either. And, and so uh, I'm really excited for the future. I think, um, I think I, I could be turning a corner for, for the grieving process of what I've been through and, and really seeing, like I told you the fruition of a lot of the pain that I've gone through. Um, and so that's, that's what I'm really excited about. Yeah, well, I'm I'm just so excited for you to uh, in relation to that last bit, and uh, you know, it's um, it, it one thing that really struck me, Ashley, is when I was reading your story, and I started doing the math. Um, you know, your 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 parents probably um, had you around the same age that I actually had my children, and um, mm. gosh, I think about you know just you know what happened there with your father at that age, and. Um, you know, for me, it was, I I got emotional reading your story and Mm -hmm. I told myself I wouldn't get too emotional talking with you today because this Mm -hmm. isn't about me. This is about you. Um, but at at the same time, it's hard not to see some similarities and, and just, um, and just imagine, um, you know, that sort of, uh, environment being put on a family. Mm -hmm. Um, what I can tell you first and foremost, Ashley is, oh my goodness, how proud your father must be watching down on you. I mean, it just... It, it is uh, it, it is a, an incredible, incredible story that you're writing for yourself here. And lastly, what I, I would love to do here, I'm just going to list off a bunch of things that you've said in this interview for people listening right now. And again, reminder, folks, this is a 19-year-old who's been through enough adversity for, for, for multiple lifetimes. And these are some of the things that, that have been said here on this episode. Never lay in bed. Do something excellent. Learn something new about this life. Go into something unknown. See the magic in it. Be, re- be willing to be challenged. Find the limits of human performance. Don't compare yourself to others. Listen to these words. Listen to these words. And that's just a few. Ashley, I, 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 I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for firstly coming on the show today. And secondly, just for the incredible, incredible vulnerability and openness that you're willing to share because you spoke about being able to pass this along to some people that are going to be, you know, young and going through similar things. Trust me, there are people years and years beyond you that are going to benefit from this information too. This isn't just about the next generation. This is about people that are going through hardships at my age and many years beyond my age too. So I I, I cannot thank you enough for, for anything and everything that we've gone over here today. I cannot be more excited to see what the future holds for you because I know it's going to be a phenomenal future. And I just thank you again for your time and just for your candidness and and just for the amazing insight you provided for us today. Thank you so much, Steve, for just asking me. And I feel very honored to even be asked and to be on and talking with you. And yeah, you just really blessed my morning. So thank you for being able to, um, yeah, talk with me. And it's, it's, both ways you really encouraged me so i really appreciate it well thank you and my thanks again to ashley for joining us on the show today like i told you at the outset ladies and gentlemen this was going to be one that you needed to buckle in and really embrace yourself for a lot of words of wisdom from someone who just quite frankly shouldn't be so wise at the age of 19 and ashley you truly are you're someone who has lived a life that we should all be in awe of. And I can't thank you enough for for the willingness that, you, as I mentioned there in the interview, the willingness to be vulnerable, to be honest and open and so forthcoming with some f- fantastic insight. 
And as I highlighted there towards the end of the interview, so many possible takeaways, so many quotes in there that you can pull and just say, yeah, this is the one that hit me. This is the one that resonated with me. But if there is a message, if there is a call to action and you're hearing this interview and you're hearing this young lady's story, my my insistence to you today, the one thing I insist that we all, having listened to this episode, go away and try to do, I want you to figure it out. Figure it out. Figure out a way to be positive. Figure out a way to be constructive. Figure out a way to remain ambitious. Figure out a way to get out of bed and go do what it is you're supposed to do today. Figure it out. And that might mean asking for help. It might mean that. But you're not going to figure anything out if you sit still, if you give in, if you allow the situation to overcome you. Figure it out. And that's going to sound like a message from someone who's just laying it on pretty harsh today. But you know what? If you listen to this episode and you can't figure out and accept and understand that sometimes life can be really hard and that frankly, you just need to be honest and you need to be frank with your situation in life. Well, Ashley has been figuring it out now for five years and of course she has her support system and as she mentioned there of course she's going to have her hard days and tough times and so many obstacles along the way but she's always always been willing to figure it out so what are you waiting for figure it out highlight that thing that you've you've not been taken care of identify that reason as to why you've not been able to accomplish your goals and figure it out and i'm excited for you i'm excited that you're going to go figure it out because What an amazing life. What an amazing opportunity you have to live. Because that's what this is all about. This show, Career Competitor. Yes, we're chasing our careers. Yes, we're being competitive. But people, we are living. We are living a life that we are so damn fortunate to be living. And like I said, in the case of Ashley, and in the case of so many before, and I know so many of you listening after this too are going to be handed these types of adversities. It's going to be hard, but you've got to figure it out. And the the, the magic, is, as Ashley put it, the, the magic that can come from those moments where we figure it out. Oh, that's what life's about, folks. That is what life is about. So do it. Go for it today. Figure it out. I can't wait to, to hear from you, hopefully, maybe. Reach out to me. Let me know. How'd it go? What did you figure out? What was it you were able to overcome because of this particular episode? I want to hear about it, folks. I really do. And again, Ashley, thank you so much for your time. And everybody listening, listen, I love you. I appreciate you. This show is important to me, but I know the messages that come from this show, courtesy of my guests, are so much more powerful than maybe a lot of the things that I can say and I can do. But I'm just so, I'm so fortunate to be in a position where I can put a story like this on any kind of a platform. No matter how small we may feel at times on this particular show in relation to so many big shows out there, it's a platform nonetheless. It's a story that's being told, and I really hope you appreciate it here in this today. So go figure it out. Best of luck with anything and everything you've got going on. Guys, I'm excited to keep this amazing momentum we have with the show going at the moment, and I look forward to speaking with you all again very, very soon. Bye for now.